Well, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to episode 42 and a half of Sports Bar Talk. This is the first time I am doing a special episode. As you can probably tell, and like I have mentioned in the past regular episodes of the podcast, no fanfare, no music, we're not even going to have a food of a week for this. This podcast will be a really short one. We're only breaking down one thing and one thing only. The NCAA Men's Basketball National Championship game. This is dropping here. We've got about three hours to tip off. It's like 5.48 right now when I'm recording this. It'll probably be closer to around 6 when this actually drops. Maybe 6.15. And so you'll be around three hours to tip. So if you're catching this before the game... I hope I inform you of some good storylines to watch in the game. And if you're catching this afterwards, well, now we're going to see how my picks did. And if you haven't caught the regular episode of 42 yet, because I know we have some people that are a little some stragglers. They watch on Tuesday and Wednesday. Go back and listen to that one, too. You'll get my final four picks as well for the final four games. Um, I, for, I picked Gonzaga. I think I picked Houston. Or no, I picked Houston to cover the spread, but I had Baylor winning. So... We have Gonzaga and Baylor, and we have the odds right up here. Right now, Baylor is getting 4.5 points, so Gonzaga is the favorite by 4.5. The over-under is at 160, so high-scoring game. Here we come. Uh, overtime might have to happen for this over to hit, if, if there's anything. So, very much an under in the under range here, if you do bet. Um... This game, we've never seen this really in college basketball before because, you know, March Madness is so unpredictable and stuff happens throughout the year. We're the two preseason favorites back in November when we were getting ready to start the college basketball season on the day before Thanksgiving. The two favorites going in, the two title favorites were Gonzaga and Baylor. And here we are, they were the two best teams by far all season. Baylor did have a little hiccup in January, they had a little COVID pause. But, here they are. As they Once they got back from their COVID pause, they're back, they were back. They're playing, the Baylor, Baylor we saw against Houston in the Final Four was the Baylor we had seen prior to their COVID pause. Other than that, these have, Gonzaga and Baylor have been the two best teams in the country all season. And so it's only fitting that this is the title game in what has been the strangest of college basketball seasons. This game will tip off at around 9-19, 9-20-ish on your local CBS station. Jim Nance, Grant Hill, and Bill Raftery will have the call. If you're in the car, uh, just dial around the radio. You should be able to find it on um, a station. If, you're in, uh, if you have satellite radio, it's on ESPNU Radio Channel 84. And... I'm sure there's also coverage with the local announcers, too, on satellite as well. The Westwood One announced team. I'll get that up because I know people would like to know who they're hearing um, call the game. Um, I know Bill Walton's in the studio. Um, calling the game will be Kevin Kugler, Jim Jackson, and, and former coach P.J. Carlissimo. Great coach back in the day for the Seattle Supersonics. Was the interim for the Brooklyn Nets here a couple years ago. Now I believe in addition to his 
Westwood One Radio work. He works his NBA for ESPN. Jim Jackson, really good at what he does as a broadcaster, doing Big East game for, for Fox, NBA on TNT, and also doing the Big Three games, which is the Summer Basketball League for NBA Legends that Ice Cube started. Rapper Ice Cube started. So, Westwood One radio coverage. That's on ESPNU Radio Channel 84 on satellite. Otherwise, if you're in a car, just dial. Keep tuning for the dial. CBS, well, the coverage. If you're in another country watching this game, like if you're in Canada and you're on TSN, you're going to get the ESPN International feed of the game, and that'll feature Sean McDonough on the call with none other than Dickie V, Dick Vital. So, that's awesome, baby! You get to hear Dickie V call the title game, and I'm sure you also get to hear Dickie V call the title game if you're in the UK, because I know I have a UK audience as well. So, you're covered there. By the way, CBS in the Harrisburg region, Channel 21, and it is in Pittsburgh in New York, it's Channel 2 again. If you didn't list, a re- if I didn't mention a region, check your local listings. Those are just, those three are the key demographics of where people listen to sports bar talk from. But this game, back to the game part, we've never had, this. I mentioned we've never had the two best teams from start to finish, essentially, get to the title game. But these are two Hall of Fame caliber coaches. Let's start with Scott Drew. The Drew family, legendary in college basketball. His brother Bryce hit a legendary buzzer beater for Valparaiso back in the 90s. Now his now he is the coach at Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon was in the tournament this year, so he's good there. And then Mark Few, what else could you say about him? The dad of a or his dad is a Presbyterian pastor, and he lives on a farm in Spokane or Spokane, um, in Gonzaga. He's always gotten these better jobs, and he's always turned down the jobs. He's wanted to stay at Gonzaga. He's gotten everything from high-caliber college jobs to even, I think, a couple NBA gigs, and he's turned it down. He loves Gonzaga so much, wants to stay. So, he never envisioned he'd be in this point. Of course, Gonzaga did make the title game, I believe, four years ago. Lost to North Carolina. Um, That was a tough one. I wanted Gonzaga to win because I'm a Duke fan. Just anything to do with Carolina, just bleh. Um, but Gonzaga's lucky to be here, honestly, because if you watched their game against UCLA, Johnny Juzang puts up a shot, misses it, but he gets his rebound, ties the game, and then Jalen Suggs from about half court throws up a prayer and it is answered, game-winning buzzer beater, and for my generation, that was that, this will be our Christian Leitner moment, um, Suggs getting it from half and throwing it up, basically a prayer, and it was answered. Now, even if he missed it, they would have played it another overtime. Um, the difference in that with Duke, Duke was actually down one. That was for the tournament. That got them to the Final Four. So, that's the late, but this is definitely my generation's latener moment. And we'll be telling our grandkids about this shot, and our, ki- our kids and grandkids about this shot for years to come. Um... B, I'll be, I thought maybe our Leitner moment would be Chris Jenkins against uh, Carolina. But no, I think this is our Leitner moment. I saw that as a tweet, and I liked it. Uh, but Gonzaga, 
they're dominant. Jalen Suggs, probably going to be one of the, the one of the better players in college basketball. Will probably win the most outstanding player at the Final Four. Um, Drew Timmy with the mustache. He's become famous for that mustache. You have other guys. This my chair is not wanting to cooperate right now. Um, that are able to contribute. I'm drawing a blank on the names. But we're going to have to see. There's got to be a way for Gonzaga to lose. The key for Baylor, they're, they're peaking at the right time. We mentioned it, you know, they're they're back to where they were essentially before the co- their COVID pause. They're peaking at the right time. They were out of rhythm in February. That's probably why they couldn't win the Big 12. Um, or they had that a COVID outbreak. I forget what happened. But they were peaking at the right they're peaking at the right time. Their performance hits Houston in this in the final four was the best I'd seen them in a long time. Gonzaga, they're probably a little rusty though. The overtime game against UCLA, UCLA was trading blows with him back and forth. Baylor had a much easier game with about maybe eight minutes to go in the game. They were able to bring all the bench guys in, and they didn't have to worry. They could they were on the Gonzaga almost. Baylor has more depth. Dick Vitale said it best. Baylor just doesn't have three great guards. They got four or five. Um, and so they have depth coming off the bench. It's almost like the U.S. Baske- basketball team at the Olympics. Or an all-star team. This, yes, the starting five is scary. But the guys coming off the bench are really good. And sometimes, ben- contribution from the bench is what dictates a basketball game. If you have guys coming off the bench and playing pretty poorly, you might not win that game. But if you have guys coming off the bench and playing well, you're going to be competitive in the game and you probably even win the game. Um, that and free throws, I think, are the biggest keys, in my opinion, to being able to win a basketball game. If you can't make, if you can't make your free throws well as a team and you can't get good contribution from the bench, you're just not going to do well. You're in for a long season. Just as simple as that. That applies to all levels of basketball, high school, college, and NBA. Um, so the the Gonzaga's facing pressure. We forgot to mention this. They're undefeated. They're going for the first perfect season in college basketball in about fifty years since like the seventies, um, when I believe it was Indiana State and Larry Bird was playing in college before his memorable run with the Celtics. So they're going to be feeling a lot of pressure. Baylor has all to gain in this game, you could say. We'll see what happens. It's Waco versus Spokane. Now, UNLV in 1991 got knocked out by Michigan in the Final Four. So, or it was Duke. I forget which one it was. And Kentucky is the most recent one that was coming in perfect. And they got ruined. They lost to Wisconsin in the 2015 Final Four. So the key will be for Baylor: you gotta you gotta play your defense. You gotta execute the defense as well as you did against Houston, if not better, because Gonzaga has weapons, and they will. You you double one guy like Suggs, Timmy will be open and knock down a free. They need to be able to. To play defense. They got to play good offense. Their physical ball will work. 
if they play good defense and, st- and be stingy. Um, trying to think if there's any other keys. I don't know. Uh, we might we might go to the pick right now. Um, but before I make my pick, programming note: next episode forty three will jump drop either Thursday or Friday. In that episode, I do I am aware the Masters will be well underway, but I will give my pick then. Um, I thought I already knew my pick, but watching the golf this weekend and on Easter Sunday, I may have changed my mind. You're not going to know who that pick is, though, until like the uh, 43 drops. And we'll recap this title game as well, see where we were as well, and we'll talk about what else is going on in the world of sports. Yes, there was a blockbuster NFL trade, uh, the Sam Darnold news, getting traded to Carolina. We'll break that down and all the other big stories as well. Um, so that's, the, that's episode 43, uh, but we're... Sp- into the present now. We're into the national championship. Time for a pick. You know, it's been a great college basketball season. I didn't think we'd get to the title game just because of how we were losing games left and right in December and January. But as the country has been vaccinating people and players are taking this more seriously, especially the teams in contention. By the way, we only lost one game in the NCAA tournament this year. A lot of people thought we were going to lose a couple. We only lost one. That in and of itself is amazing. I didn't think we were going to lose a game. But we don't, the, the fact that we only lost one is amazing. So kudos to the NCAA. I know the NCAA is a corrupt organization. And they're ruining college basketball and collegiate sports for these guys whose ultimately their goal is to go pro. But they were able to do this. We got through it. From Even though we started two weeks later, we got through the season. November, here we are. Um, we are at the title game. It, I think that's just an important thing to celebrate. And I know I think I'll, we'll have a more normal college hoop season next year. Um, may, might still look different, but... I know a lot of these guys are gonna these players are gonna get vaccinated. I believe that they're talking about making it your whole team has to be vaccinated to be uh Well the vaccines will still be voluntary, but if your whole team gets vaccinated, you won't have to have COVID pauses and basically loosen restrictions. You can even start practicing early, which I know is part of the reason why Duke and some of these blue bloods that didn't do as well this year. The Dukes and the Michigan State struggled. They didn't get enough practice time. They didn't get their bonding trip. And now that the CDC is recommending travel, you get you get your players vaccinated. Hey, Durham's not far from Disney. Duke could go to Disney World and they could do a little trip and they could practice at the Wide World of Sports Complex, potentially. I mean, those bonding trips, I know. I speak to some players who've gone on trips and they love they it. It does a lot of team bonding. It does wonders for, especially now. I mean, these guys are in a bubble. But, the pick. So, for the national championship, I believe the team cutting down the nets at around 11.45 Eastern Standard Time in Indianapolis this evening will be 
the Gonzaga Bulldogs. I think it'll be close. I think Baylor's going to cover the four and a half. It'll probably be like a two or a three point game. Baylor will probably have the ball and they're going to put a shot up and it won't go in. I think that's how it'll go. But I like Gonzaga to win. Baylor to cover. But I think it'll be a very exciting game. I don't think it'll be quite as good as Saturday's night's game between UCLA and Gonzaga. But I like the Bulldogs. Let's go, David James. Let's win this national championship. All right, we got the best seat in the house. See y'all later this week for a more normal episode. Enjoy the game tonight, everybody.